Hello and welcome to the last episode of our season one for Dig Deep. Um, I'm Freeman Brew. I'm Issa Contreras. Oh, we're really excited to be passing the torch and um, have been really thankful for everybody who's been a part of the journey so far. And we're really excited to see where it goes from there. Um, without further ado, let's dig right in. And we have our guests today, Anna and Jack. Jack, Anna, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure, I can go first. So my name is Anna Linda Ortiz. I'm from the Boston area. I'm a junior here at Denison, and I'm a member of the women's lacrosse team. Hello, everyone. My name is Jack Nemesheim. I'm a junior football player, and I am from Glenview, which is a northern suburb of Chicago. Okay, and Freeman, like you said, this is a special episode because it's our last one, but it's also a special one because we're passing the torch, you can say, on to season two with Anna and Jack as our, our new hosts, I believe. Super right excited to be here, yeah. We're pumped, yeah. Pumped, up for, we're pumped up for a great year. <laughs> so you guys were not a part of the original, I think eight or 10 of the Uncut. So what is you most excited for to be joining the Uncut team and what do you look forward to the most in the future? I'm really excited for the opportunity to give back and really help other people. I think especially as student athletes, we're all somewhat in the same boat in the sense that a lot of what we do on a daily basis is out of self-interest. So right now, the things that are important to me while I'm on campus at Denison are my education, which is about me, and my sport, which is obviously a team game, but at the same time, I play sport for my own personal love of the game. Uncut is going to give me a really good chance to give back and help some other people, which I think is something that I haven't made a point to uh, do throughout my tenure at Denison up until this point, if that makes sense. Um, I would consider myself a storyteller and in this kind of light and having this kind of opportunity would definitely give me the, give me the grace of getting to speak with other student athletes at Denison and just people, people at Denison and sharing their stories. Obviously we all come from a similar kind of logistical standpoint as athletes at Denison. We all come from the same schedule, mindset, et cetera, et cetera, all sorts of training that came to kind of coming here at this D3 level. But at the end of the day, when we might have similar similarities, we also have major differences and kind of really unpacking those different stories and how they played a role in our journey here and the journey to continue as student athletes. Definitely. I think my next question kind of on those same lines is like, what brought you to Uncut and like, what did you, what did you see in it? And you're like, oh, that's a group that I want to be a part of. And that's something that I want to help continue that torch on. Um, I personally, obviously, as you said, Freeman, we were not a part of the original kind of eight people that started this club. Thank shout out Kate Henshaw. Um, but I was kind of just brought in. I was a teammate of Kate's and she said, Hey, do you want to join this? And I was like, you know what, why not? Because at the end of the day, like, there are many people and many opportunities on this campus. And I thought, you know what, why not get involved? And all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm a podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) So my journey with uncut started freshman year, actually my freshman year again, now I'm a junior as well with Kate Henshaw, who I don't know her official title, but president CEO, Swiss uncut, she does it all. But she reached out to me and asked if I would be willing to help with this initiative that she had thought of. And I ended up writing a written piece, which is on our blog. Currently, I got to rehearse that verbally to a group of probably about 100 students and faculty members. That was February of the current year, I believe, 2022. And that was a super, super rewarding experience. 
it felt great to be vulnerable and to tell my story, but also to feel the feedback of my audience, if you will. It really made me realize that my words and my actions and my willingness to be vulnerable could really help other people. And having this opportunity on this podcast will allow uh, me to kind of guide other athletes who want to help other people through the same process. And then they get to reap the benefits of one being vulnerable and learning from that kind of experience, but also two really getting to help other people, which is obviously rewarding in of itself. Yeah. I was going to say, I remember, yeah, even though like you guys weren't on the original, but Jack, I want to say we introduced uncut to the world or uncut on the hill with your piece first, if I'm not wrong, which was, Still awesome, like you said, still on the website. So I'm wondering, Anna, are you, are you going to do a piece for us soon, too? Who knows? I mean, one can only dream. Um, I, I, can, I have some things that I could write about. And obviously, like Jack said, it really comes to kind of being vulnerable and sharing my story, which I'm more than willing to do if Kate Hinshaw, Kate Hinshaw gives me the torch. But um, yeah, most likely. I, I hope to. You know, going into it, too, I think earlier, Anna, you said this the interesting part about like hearing other people's stories is that we share so many similarities, but yet are so different. Uh, what kind of things are you guys looking forward to as you interview more and more athletes? I'm super excited to learn from everyone's individual experiences. I personally grew up in what I consider to be kind of a bubble. The area is called the North shore of Chicago. A lot of people are very similar. It's very, very, very predominantly white. A lot of privileged people. I would say the word snob is totally fair when I'm referring to a lot of the people I grew up around and with. And coming to Denison, not that Denison is the most diverse place or anything even remotely close to the most diverse place, but it was really awesome to get to meet people who came from different backgrounds because that's not something I experienced much as a child. So every time I've listened to any of these prior podcasts or read any one of the articles, I felt like I took something with me that made me a more empathetic human being. So I'm really excited to have more of a hands-on opportunity to continue to learn and grow with other athletes on this campus. I mean, I can't really say better than that. Um, Jack took all the words right out of my mouth and right out of my my mind on my little brain. But yeah, just to the same point, really just connecting with individuals. And even if it doesn't really come down to like the production of the podcast or the success of Uncut, it really just comes down to the fact that we are fellow, fellow Denisonians. And at the end of the day, we're just trying to connect with one another. And that can be done through sports journalism. I think my kind of big last question is what are you most like a scared of? Like, is there any crazy bumps in the road along the way that you're like, oh, we might be into this? Or like, do you have any questions for us that's like, when those bumps do come, like, what is, what did you guys not expect? Or I guess just anything in that regard. I kind of have a question, like, how do you, how did you guys kind of select a story or select an individual to invite onto the podcast? Yeah, I think in my mind, it was kind of like, all right, we have so many of these conversations, like me, Issa, and like a couple of our friends, like after class, we just go to get coffee at what's it called granville whatever i'm, I'm so far village. removed from it now two months out i can't yeah, village <laughs> village we go to we go to village after every single class and we'd like have some of these really good conversations and we're like guys we just recorded a 30 minute podcast and we were just having a conversation and it's like yeah you complain about your coaches and whatnot but at the end of the day it's like what 
out of this could we be sharing with people to help them? And it was like, oh, wow, we just talked for 45 minutes to somebody and this could have easily been a podcast. And it's like, why don't we have some more of these conversations? And like, as cheesy as it sounds, is like, you're supposed to be these like scholarly learners. And as Weinberg says, he's like, all of his things. It's like, you are having some of these really vast conversations. And it's like, people outside of Denison, people on Denison should be hearing these. So when you talk to somebody, you're like, oh, that, that would be a great podcast. It was kind of a no brainer for a lot of ours. Yeah. And along with that, Anna, I think we got really lucky in the senses that because Uncut was so new, a lot of people did come to us with their stories. The hardest part is like, yeah, like we're so open to do a story. We're so open to do a podcast. Let's get started on it. Let's start doing it. And then it would kind of like the interest would be like, oh, wait, I, I actually have to do this thing. <laughs> so like one person I think was the best, that uh, was the best um, communication wise with us was Carl. I mean, he was so adamant about doing this podcast. Like I think he talked or he reached out to us more than we reached out to him. Um, but yeah, just, we were really fortunate for a lot of people to come with us come to us with their stories in that aspect. I do have a question as well. I will give a quick shout out to Carl. I listened to your episode with him. He did an awesome job. Carl's a good friend of mine. Great kid. Texted me earlier today, actually, with some recommendations about what we could do for a future podcasting episode. So really excited to hopefully keep him involved with Uncut. Anyhow, my question was, you know, as student athletes, we're very busy. And, you know, like right now, for example, I 45 minutes ago was working on journalism homework. And now in about 20 minutes, I'm going to head to guitar class. And then I got practice. There's all these different things kind of racing through my mind. How were you two able to show up to every episode once it was time to record, or even probably more challenging every interview when you weren't actually recording and be present and focus on the moment and give the interviewee, the time of day and the attention they deserve when you have all this other stuff going on in your life? Yeah, I can, I can speak first on this. Um, I kind of am the same way. I mean, like, I mean, all of us actually, just everything's racing through your mind. Um, but one thing we are taught as athletes is how to time manage really well. And so I think introducing Uncut was almost just like having another practice so as soon as I would get there, like, I think my mindset just changed and I was like fully allowed to be fully present where I was. But I think also, um, especially in the interviews and the actual podcast recordings, it's kind of like listening to a podcast on your own, like going on for a walk, like your mind just kind of clears up and then you're really able to be present in the moment, kind of like a, a meditation. So yeah, we just got really lucky too with the stories that were done. I kind of just zoned out and was completely zoned in to the present yeah i would say the same don't take that for granted because like when you are at a school like denison and there are so many of those opportunities for growth you're it's really easy to be like oh i've just got to record another podcast whatever but like being out of it like me and Issa were even talking like man like this was something really cool and it was something that like i wish i could have done more of and it's like how did I not find the time to record 50 podcasts rather than five? And it's like, when you're in it, it, you sometimes lose track of how special what you're doing is, but like, this is, was not a thing before. This wasn't a thing at Denison and it wasn't a thing on the D3 level. It's barely even a thing on the division one level. So like when you are in it and you realize the scope of what you're doing is I'll have like 
people on my work would be like, oh, hey, Freeman, I saw your LinkedIn. You posted about Uncut. Tell me more about it. And even then, it's like people who never played a sport before are listening and are tuning in. And like that's when you realize how special that is. And you sometimes forget when you're such a college athlete, but not everybody is a college athlete. So you have a really special story and you kind of when you're given that role, you're given the position to be in a really special place. So I think like for you guys, every podcast should be the most important podcast that you're doing because you're in that position. It should be given that time. So it's, it's hard to, to know exactly what it's like when you're in it and you're busy, but when you're out of it, you'll be like, wow, that was really cool that I was able to do something like that. Along that too, you know, it's funny because we were talking about it. Like, I mean, I'm not playing a sport now for my master's. I'm just a GA and um, seeing how much time I have is kind of ridiculous. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, there's so much time in the day. Like, how was I like, you know, I was so stressed about everything. Like, I just don't know. I think I'm even more stressed now because I have so much time and then I push it all <laughs> off to the side. Like, I love just rather, I'd rather be crammed, you know, and like having a specific time in my day for something. Um, but along with that too, Free, even now in my, my workplace, I talked about doing Uncut the other day and everyone was just like, Issa, that's just amazing. Like you and your teammate, one of your, well, not teammate, but another basketball player like got together to do that like do you realize how special that was and I'm just like well I guess now I do but in the moment it was kind of just like all right free like let's get on this podcast let's do it and put it out there and not until now I'm just like oh my god like what an experience we were so lucky to have I 100% agree with you guys and I think Freeman you made an excellent point that obviously this kind of the main message is kind of to reach out to like college athletes, but at the end of the day, like me and Nima and as well as you guys were talking about, like this is stories, whether you're a college athlete or not, this is an individual's perspective. This is about being vulnerable and being open with who you are, what you've been through, what you hope to be. So I think, I think that's really amazing. And, and I want to thank you guys for what you guys have kind of given us a path, given us a path and obviously given us a, given us a standard to achieve. <laughs> No, and with that too, I know I'm so excited to see you guys just because, I mean, we know you guys and your personalities that you have. Um, and there are things like I wish that we could have done more of, but I am so excited just to see like what you guys are going to input in the podcast and stuff. Yeah, thank you all. I just want to make one quick disclaimer because Anna just referred to me as Nemer. I want to make sure you all know who <laughs> he's talking about. That's my childhood nickname, which has stuck all the way through at least half of college now. I'm sure she will not be the last one to refer to me as that on this podcast. So just wanted to make that clear. And also wanted to thank both of you, Freeman and Issa, for that perspective. I really will take that to heart. Um, as you were kind of alluding to, it's very easy to get caught up in the heat of the moment, not really thinking about the bigger picture, but I'm really, and I know Anna's the same way, going to embrace the fact that I have this opportunity and that we are literally at the current moment, the only two on Denison's campus who have the opportunity to do something like this. I won't take that lightly. Oh yeah. And I think that's like so much about the college process is you have four years to do that. And then it's just kind of like, all right, here's the rest of your life. And whatever it is, is like, you're obviously not going to stick with one job, but it's like, you hear it time and time again, it's like, all right, it's the best four years of your life, but you don't really realize that. And it's, especially when you're on the Hill, like Denison, it's beautiful. You have 30 of your best friends that you're playing sports with and that you're, like going to the village coffee and after school and like you have some of these great conversations. And then after that, it's kind of like you're, it's up to you to continue that. And if you don't, then that's kind of on you, but you really only have 
four years to embrace that journey. And sometimes it's like, well, I got to go to practice. Like, Issa, I'm sure you, I can speak for myself. It's like to have a dentist at practice with 20 of my best friends again, like that's something that we would die for. Like I would love to just have one more time to just like mess with one of the freshmen, blast music in the locker room and just like chill. Like I would love to do morning conditioning right now. And I, and like, I saw them all passed out on the ground in their Snapchats. And I'm like, that's something that I really miss. Like, I wish I could get a Celtic test with my boys, but it, it'll never hit the same when you're like out of it. But it's something that's embrace that, embrace that journey, embrace the suck. Cause when, when you're out of it, you'll regret not, not embracing it. Yeah. I think too, if we could give a little bit of advice as well, um, don't be afraid to like fully immerse yourself in the conversation. Like with these podcasts, like you have to be vulnerable. And that's one thing, like Freeman was always very like vulnerable about his story, like being in college, like where he came from, that type of thing. I had never really talked to anybody about that. And I've never shared my experiences like that. And then with this podcast, I got a chance to, and I was able to, but I was also very like, I love having my wall. And for people to like, I know like um, Carl, again, I'll use him. He said like us sharing experiences really helped him like talk even more in this podcast. And I was like, wait, you want me to break down my wall? Like, excuse me, type of thing. But just don't be afraid to do that because a lot of these people who go on the podcast love to see you do that and then that helps them connect with you know what they're talking about and other people that hear it also love to hear it too because like one of my roommates was like Issa I didn't know this about you I'm like yeah because I don't tell anybody but like on the podcast I had to type of thing so yeah that's really good to know any other questions for us any softball questions you're not going to ask my favorite color or anything like that Oh, well, we do end with some questions. Freeman, do you want to go? We always do, like, fun questions at the end. That's what I thought. Yeah. Pre-game, pre-game and post-game meals are always my, my favorite question. Pre-game, as you guys, we keep plugging the village. I love a good bacon, egg, and cheese with a little bit of schmear on it. Um, post-game, pizza. Pizza at Huffman. Pizza at Huffman with a little bit of ranch. Always, always hits home for me. Pre-game, the last thing I'll eat before a game is – Simply peanut butter crackers, something light. I'll have a bigger meal earlier in the day, but that's the last thing that goes in my stomach before I play. Post-game preference, I'm going to give a shout-out to another local establishment, Ray Ray's Barbecue, meet and three. Oh. I'm a huge fan of Ray Ray's. I missed it all summer. I'm so happy to be back. Jerk chicken is probably my favorite, but they have a lot of good different options there, and I like all the ones I've tried. I miss Ray Ray's so much. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, I guess my question will be your go-to pump-up song. Um, honestly, Drunk in Love by Beyonce or Poker Face by Lady Gaga. Interesting. Yeah, right. I think those would fall more under my post-game playlist, but I think the last song I like to listen to before games is all, at least since probably fifth grade, Centuries by Fall Out Boy. <laughs> it's a good song. It's not really my type of music at all, but that one song. And I guess our last question will be, who's an athlete that you look up to? I mean, she is no longer here at Denison, but an athlete that I always looked up to was Charlotte Godfrey. Um, she played both field hockey and lacrosse with me, and she was not only an excellent athlete, but also just a genuinely kind and compassionate person that got me through a difficult time during my freshman year. And I would not be here doing this podcast today or at this school period if it not were, if it not were for Charlotte Godfrey. 
<laughs> I was going to say Mitchell Trubisky, but I'll stick with the theme of Denison athletes. And I'll say Francis Faye, who just left us the this past fall a year. Yeah, yeah. Francis was such an authentic, genuine leader. He led in a way that I think was relatable to all other athletes. I think that a lot of times we see leadership in kind of an inauthentic manner, and it doesn't really stick with Denison University Division Three athletes. But Francis had such a good blend of being a personable guy, but also holding his teammates accountable when need be. I really have always looked up to him, and I continue to and hope to uh, make his presence felt here still through my own actions and leadership, if you will. And I think really at the end of the day, I look up to all of my teammates because they have strengths where I, where I have shortcomings. And I think at the end of the day, they, I have a lot to learn from every single one of them, whether senior or freshman. Right on. Yeah. Do you guys have any more questions for us? I mean, how how's life in the big city? How's uh, <laughs> how's how's the real world? Yeah, I'm kind of in a smaller city. I'm in Waterford Island right now. Doing, I got put in the Victory Scholar program, so I'm over here doing my master's, getting my master's in international business. While part of it is coaching, um, like I'm coaching a U15 basketball team, and then I got the opportunity to continue to play. So I'm playing for like the professional club team as well so go Vikings if you guys want to tune in um but well I'm doing all three of those and so it's just now kind of starting up and it's like it's definitely not the same like I said like when you're at Denison it's such such a special place like when you have those teammates you know that they always have your back when you're kind of thrown out there and you're the the one American it's a little bit scary and a little bit isolating when you can only have one American on the basketball team so you're just kind of having to, to translate accents the whole time and whatnot. And it's, you don't really know who's who, like the minute you get on Denison's campus, you know, like these are some of my best friends and these are the people that I want to go win a championship with. I don't know if that's always the same in every position that you're in. And so like, I, I'm really thankful for my Denison experience because it's taught me like everything you need to know about the world, I think just about, but then once you get out there in the real world, it's like, all right, here's the real world. Like some of these people are, are, playing and, and they have families to support so it's not as much of the of the real world as you expect at Denison but it's, I'm, I'm really thankful for my time at Denison I'm really thankful for the place that I'm in and I'm really excited to like be able to kind of put some of the Denison mentality on on the rest of the world so oh yeah Isa. yeah so sadly unlike Freeman I'm not playing basketball anymore um but I am getting so I actually um through Uncut, I, I've always known I wanted to work in sports, but giving our time of Uncut, I realized like I wanted it to be my full-time job, just kind of whatever, but still maintaining a relationship with athletes and watching them grow. Um, so I got a graduate assistant position at the University of Incarnate Word, which is a D1 school back here in San Antonio, um, where I'm working in their sports information department. So I'm kind of doing all like the behind the scenes stuff. I update rosters, take stats, but also write uh, press releases and, and get to go to like press conferences, which has been really, really cool. Just talking to a bunch of news outlets and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I'm doing that and I'm getting my master's in business administration with a concentration in sports management, which is going to be so weird going back to school. Um, I, I think I'm like the youngest in the classroom right now, which is a little different from Denison. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing now. The life in the city is weird. It, it's, it's weird being in not a college town anymore, I'll tell you that. 
again, thank you guys. And any part that you guys had playing and obviously the creation of Uncut and the building of Uncut and creating this platform for us and giving me and Nima this opportunity or Jack, giving me and Jack this opportunity <laughs> to really, to continue growing with it. Ditto what Anna said. Thank you both so much for uh, setting such a high standard for us to try to meet. For all you listeners out there, I know Anna and I both are super, super jacked, jacked up about this year. But stay tuned. We have a lot coming. I'm very, very optimistic. And one thing that probably should be related is if you're a listener and you are a Denison University student athlete, let us know if you want to help us out. I mean, Kate is doing so much right now. So I know there's opportunities available to help us, not only with our podcast, but with the written content and a whole bunch of other things. I can think of like 10 positions we should add off the top of my head. So thanks so much for tuning in. Again, thank you, Freeman. And thank you, Isa, for getting us in the position where we are excited and comfortable heading into season two. And on kind of that, we'd like, I'd love, we'd like to give you the floor to kind of say your, say your final goodbyes to Denison and final goodbyes to Uncut. Well, I guess for our last time signing off, I just want to say thank you to the whole Uncut team, Gigi, um, Kate, of course, Sunny, Sophie, Dulce. There's so many. I can't name off the top of my head. Free. If you have any more. Or Will Hunter. Forgot him too. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for letting us have this opportunity to talk with you guys. And um, can't wait to see what you guys are going to do in the future. Ditto to Issa. I have nothing else to say. Thank you guys for having us. I've had a blast with this and I'm really excited to see where you guys take off and I see nothing but but bright futures for the both to use as well so oh yeah all right for one last time once again we're your hosts I'm Issa and I'm Freeman we hope this podcast inspired you to always remember to dig deep dig deep